Welcome to Head Place. I'm your host, Matt Cutler. With me is Eric Gerson, as yeah. always, and, and today our special guest guide, Christine Nangle. Hello. So happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy too. And happiness is, is sort of what we're here to talk about today. Happiness or comfort versus unhappiness or discomfort. Uh, today I want to talk about going to those places that are uncomfortable, that are a little bit scary, and figuring out ways to make them a little bit more manageable. How to deal when it seems like you can't. How to deal when it seems like you can't. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think today we're going to make a deal. Let's make a deal. You're Monty Hall in this situation. And we're all audience members dressed up as giant chickens and colonial soldiers and, and I'm, let, I'm ketchup I'm ketchup, a ketchup bottle big ketchup bottle I don't understand the reference it's the from the, to the television show let's make a deal I've never heard of that show so what we want to do is uh, to get us in this, this space of comfort uh, take three deep breaths in Hold on, not. Okay, okay, out. And out. Thank you. In. I'm, I'm still out. Okay, in. Take your time. Okay. And out. Okay, now I'm out. I'm out now. Nice job. Very nice. Thank you. Now that we're a little more settled and we're a little more acclimated, I want you to, to think of a, a situation where you're feeling a little afraid, a little anxious, uh, you're not comfortable. And, and this shouldn't be, you know, uh, like you're running from a, a ghost or, uh, or you're uh, in, in fear for the very, the very fabric of your being. This is not a, uh, a, like a black hole ripping your, your body and soul apart, but you're just... Something uncomfortable and annoying. Yeah, you're not in jeopardy. I'm, what is that? You're not just in more jeopardy. You're not in danger. Jeopardy is danger. I think. Never heard of it. It's another game show. That's oh. also. I didn't know that. Do, also, pe- do people dress up? No, no. People are just sort of business casual, mm. except for the college tournament then they wear sweatshirts with their college names on them interesting that's interesting so think of a place or a situation where you're just you're just not feeling quite comfortable a situation where you're saying hey no thanks no thank you situation mm-hmm. no thank you not having it I hear, I hear what you're saying, and it's not sitting right with me. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Get out of here, situation. Get out. Bye-bye. 
See you next time. But when I see you next time, I'm going to be ready with my new tools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's that situation for you? It could be, let's say, being on a crowded subway. Mm-hmm. There's people everywhere. Sort of feel cornered, a little claustrophobic. You have somewhere you need to be. You need to get to that that book signing that your friend invited you to. You don't really want to go, but you keep bailing on this friend, so you really want to make sure that you get to this because you'll probably need him at some point for something. Yeah, this is a friend who you wouldn't describe as a friend to most of your actual friends, but it's someone who could be useful. This is a self-published book that he's inviting you to the signing for. It's not good. It's not a good book. You read it, and it's it's hard to get through. I mean, you put all that time into reading the book. You might as well go to this frickin' signing. But the subway's crowded. There are people just pushing up against you. It's It's uncomfortable, and it's getting a little claustrophobic, and you're... Stuck in between 23rd and 28th. Hmm. And now, hold on to that feeling. Feel how that sits in your stomach and in your chest. And now, I want you to just press pause on that, that videotape and think about a place where you're very comfortable. What's a place where you feel light like there's no stress nothing to be worried about a place where you can sort of take refuge like on a tire swing at your grandparents neighbor's house Mm. yes you're on that tire swing and it's just just adjacent to your grandparents house your grandparents don't have a tire swing but their neighbors do. There's a little bit of water, leftover rainwater, in mm. the bottom of that tire swing. It feels a little good. Yeah, as the the swing reaches its arc, the water sort of splashes up just a little bit on your on your thigh. It's fun. Yeah. It's a little warm out, so you mm-hmm. don't mind it. Right. No, it's refreshing. And as the tire swing Swings back the other way, hitting the other apogee of the arc. You see your grandpa, and he's smiling at you from his yard. He's happy that you're on the swing at his neighbor's house because he loves his trees too much to put a swing on them. Mm-hmm. Neighbors call him the tree doctor or Dr. Tree Dr. Tree Mm. he loves those trees he loves his maples and his firs and his oaks his elms and his birches he also loves you you're a little tree to him he calls you his little sapling 
But only when you're at his neighbor's house. Mm, when right. you're on his property, he's not so kind. No. No. When you're on his property, he sees you as sort of a threat to his trees. Mm-hmm. His nickname for you is Dutch Elm, after the Dutch Elm disease that ravaged his elm trees. That's right. He makes you wear a, a, a woodpecker mask. He makes you sit and think about what his trees have been through and tells you stories of his sacrifices in the war. And your grandmother just lets this happen. Your grandmother's a drinker. And she avoids conflict. She drinks to avoid conflict and and more conflict is created as a result of her drinking. It's a vicious cycle. Just like the spinning of a tire swing Mm. and how comforting that is to know not only are you having fun on a swing, but you're far away from that mess. Yeah. And they can't touch you. That's right. You're on that swing. And as you can feel the wind blow through your hair as the tire swing swings back through its arc, I want you to press pause on that videotape and bring yourself back to that crowded subway. Now, I want you to feel in your stomach and in your chest the lightness that came from sitting in that tire swing. And so now, even though you're still stalled between 28th and 23rd Street, and even though you're still on your way to that book signing, let's talk about that book for a second. Mm. It's called The Quantum Parallax. And it was about a moon base. But not our moon base. No. Not our moon. No. That was the big reveal. It was, it was a, a different moon. It was a different moon. Mm. And the whole thing was in second person. Right. Yeah. And the final line was, Your moon? Nope. You wish. Sucker. That was the final line of the quantum parallax. Your friend has a master's in creative writing from Bennington College. He's, he's watched so many of his classmates go on to success and fame in the literary world. This is his offering. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not good that wasn't apparent in that last line. Also, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that it, it ended with the end with a question mark. Mm. But you kind of liked that part. I Yeah. Because you know that endings are not final. You know that every new beginning is some other beginning's end. Closing time time for you to go out to the places you have been from. 
and you look around that crowded subway car and you see the different faces of the people there and you realize that they're all just like you they're in this place where they'd maybe rather not be but that's where they are and they accept it everyone comes from a different place everyone's coming from somewhere different going somewhere different it's like a giant wheel of fortune some of us will go bankrupt some of us might lose a turn some of us will get a a free spin we never know who's it gonna be though and when it's gonna happen and when you're Vanna White who? Vanna White it's, it's from the show. From the show Wheel of Fortune. She turns the letters. I'm unfamiliar with the show. Is that a sitcom? No. It's another game show. What were you talking about? I was just creating a metaphor that I thought was apt. It was very closely, very closely mirrored a popular game show. Called the Wheel of Fortune. Hmm. It's fascinating. You see... A young student with a shaggy haircut. He's leafing through a textbook. He's on his way to class. He's got his own anxieties, his own hopes, his own fears. His own grandparents, his own tire swing. His own woodpecker mask that his grandfather forces over his squirming face. His own kitty cat named Bellwether. We didn't get there, but... But it's there. Yeah. And you look to his left and you see a mother with her child and she looks tired. She is trying to soothe the child. The child's upset. She's on her way home from from work. She works two jobs. The child keep saying, this isn't my mother. Someone help me. This isn't my mother. Is it true? It's not your your story to tell. The woman is white. Child looks South Asian. That doesn't mean anything necessarily. No. The child takes out a photo of a woman that looks just like him says, this is my real mother. She took me from her at Macy's. Somebody help. Everybody's going through something. Everyone's going through something. The white woman has one handcuff with the chain uh, roughly chiseled through. She's wearing an orange jumpsuit. She has a little sign on her, uh, draped over her neck, says, I've never had a child. This is not my child. And she's got her own hopes and her own fears. Her own tire swings. Her own grandparents in an adjacent yard. And we look to her left. And there we see construction worker 
Still got his hard hat on, his dusty work boots, and his toolbox at his feet. He looks so tired, but he looks happy. He looks content. You see that he's carrying two hammers, one slightly smaller than the other, and two different loops on either side of his belt, like a little hardware cowboy. Next to him is a Native American man, also a construction worker. He's got his hard hat still on. He's got himself two little hammers of different sizes. Next to him, a man in leather motorcycle gear. And on top of his leather motorcycle hat, a dusty construction hard hat. And he's got dusty leather work boots and one very tiny hammer on his left belt loop and a normal-sized one on the right. He turns to a man next to him and says, Thank you for your service for this man as a sailor who's also a construction worker. Hmm. And he's had a long day. And he has the helmet on first and then a little sailor cap on top of the helmet. That's right. And his white bell-bottom pants are dusty from a long, hard day of work. I want you to invite all of these people into your stomach and into your chest. You can think of your stomach and chest as a village. Mm. And this village has plenty of room for everyone. Is there room for me, says a police officer who just squeezed onto the car. He's also a construction worker and he'd like to join his friends. And as the line goes in the quantum parallax, Yes, there's room for you here on this ship. And this ship is a moon. And once you've invited everyone into your chest and into your stomach, I want you to press pause on this videotape. Notice that you're back in that tire swing. Everyone's there with you. And that water is just tapping up against your your underside and just sort of refreshing your thighs. And you see the dark scowl of your grandfather one yard over. He's got a gun. He's not pointing it at you, though. For once. Yeah, he's just stroking it. Stroking it and crying and leaning against his, his fir tree.
you're in your tire swing. You feel safe. And in your stomach, and in your chest, everyone on that subway car feels safe. The train started moving. Oh, look at that. You'll be at 23rd Street in no time. You know what? There are worse things to do on a Wednesday night than go to your friend's book signing. Right. And if that's the cost of friendship, if that's the cost of friendship, I'd have to say, well, that price is right. The price for the book, though, is insane. It's too much money. What's forty-seven dollars for a for the the paperback? He illustrated the cover himself in Microsoft Paint. It's not good. It's a circle with a word that says "moon." He did not have a grasp of the of the paint bucket fill option, so he had to color it in with a paintbrush option. It's just terrible. you feel fine about that. As that train keeps moving, you keep breathing in and out. 